Hey y'all, what's up? Welcome to another episode of the Tinsel Town Tea. Hey. We're on um, episode oh, 56. Yes. Right? Dang. Okay. <laughs> that work is too much, honestly. Mm-hmm. But um, thank you guys for joining us again for another episode. We have an amazing guest today, Lisa Wilson. And we are so excited. Hey. Hey, should you say hey, y'all? Um, we're so excited to be interviewing her today for our main segment. Mm-hmm. Um, so stay tuned for that. But as usual, we start with our Would You Rather. That's right. And this one is a little um, digestive one. So Ooh. you got to know your digestive system. <laughs> oh. So would you rather be forced to eat only spicy food or only incredibly bland, unseasoned Lord. white food? Like casserole and shit. <laughs> wow. Um, I'm going to go with the unseasoned, bland food. Okay. Because I feel like the spicy food might kill me a lot sooner and <laughs> put me in the hospital. But the bland food, you know, just going to be bland and nasty, but not going to do nothing to my system. Yeah. By the time I go to the bathroom, you know what I'm saying, that spiciness going to come out, come right back in, going to hit me or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> very true very it's true very what true. about you Julia? i don't know see it depends on like who formulated this question right if it was <laughs> if it was like you know the regular midwestern white man right then i'm gonna go with the spicy food because that means there's going to be at least salt and pepper right and that salt that is spicy to them right so i'm like oh <laughs> lovely <laughs> thank you but now if it was my parents, and my, my father's from Sierra Leone, my mom is from Haiti, so there's going to be lots of spice. <laughs> um, so it depends on who answered the question. So I would it's, say... It's the second one. It's really spicy. It's really spicy. I love spices too, but that, I have to go with Jaleesa uh, and go with the bland food. Because while I love the spice and the flavor... Every night on that toilet, just my booty hole having a battle with the, with the, with the motherfucking, just losing every night. I can't like it would it would be too much. Whew. Yeah, I would I would have to go with the incredibly, even though it would hurt my my taste buds. Um, I would have to go with the incredibly bland food. Yeah, I'm I'm on the same page. I ain't got time for none of that none of that shit. Okay, I can't be living my literally life on the toilet. Okay, so. I'm going with the unseasoned for 500. <laughs> Rest in peace to Alex. <laughs> oh my God. I know. It made me say it. Okay. Okay. Pull one out for the home. But all right. Well, that was a, a, a great would you rather. We're just going to go into the know better, do better. Um, and this is the segment where we just give advice um, and encouragement and all the good stuff, send positive vibes to the writers, especially the black and brown writers, um, trying to create their stuff, trying to finish that, you know, script, whatever. We are here to just give you knowledge. And so, yeah, my know better, do better, um, especially for black creatives and what I've been learning about myself through this quarantine um, is get therapy if you can and have access to it. Mm. And that is just, I mean, that's just, you know, not even if you're trying to be a black artist, but just in general, you know, what we've been through as a community, as a nation, as a whole, as a fucking globe, quite frankly. It's been a lot of transition. It's been a lot of shit. And sometimes we don't have access to the things to help us cope. Sometimes we don't have access to the things to make sure that our mental is really um, fortified. And so all of those things are helpful, right? If you're not a person that's like, oh, like, Therapy, you have an aversion to it. First of all, if you have an aversion to therapy, I want to encourage you, work through that. If you need the help that you need to to get, please get therapy, talk to a professional to process all of those feelings that you're going through. That's just number one, period, point blank. Um, Number two, there's also other elements that a lot of us haven't been able to 
um, have access to. Like for me, I'm on the, I'm all on the uh, West Coast. A lot of my family members are on the East Coast, right? So we're missing, mm. a lot of us are missing community. A lot of us are missing, yeah. you know, the people that are there to, if they're not to encourage you, to remind you, to kind of, uh, yeah. like, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it can be very difficult at times. So all that to say is, especially as Black and Brown people, you know, there's a lot of, you know, trauma in our history. And then that doesn't even go into the personal shit, our own individual shit that we have to deal with. <laughs> Um, and the, you know, another, uh, oh, what's his name? He is, oh, I can't believe I forget his name. I work with him all the time. Brandon Kyle Goodman, he's a great host. Um, and he talks about basically how as black people, we have to do a lot of emotional, like hula hoops just to get through the day, right? Certain things that other yeah. people might take for granted, it, depending on what their privilege is, we, we can't, you know what I mean? The other day I was yeah. like, I was like, I, I can't go for a walk because I was like, where's my license? I, I don't want to be pulled over. For, you know, mm. I don't want a cop to just roll up like, Let, where's your ID? Where's your that? Whereas mm-hmm. other people are like, I'm just going to go for a stroll, a little frolic. I'm already <laughs> anticipating, right. you know, something happening. So just to everybody in general who listens, but particularly to Black creatives, people who are very much, um, I don't know what the word is, but you can you can tell people's energy or you receive people's energy. Sometimes right. you have to create those boundaries, but get therapy, get the help that we need, particularly now, and just be really gentle with yourself in the process. So, and it helps with your writing when you're not, you know, crazy or <laughs> all the fucking time. <laughs> when you are good, you can pour into your writing um, and into yeah. your craft and do your thing when you are okay. So. Yeah, that is the no better, do better. Um, get therapy if you can and if you have access to it. Yes, I totally agree with that. Thank you for bringing that up because it's just, I mean, it's always been a year for being black shit. But um, this year is <laughs> a mess, child. So please do what you got to do. I mean, I'm from the South and especially black folks in the South, we think if you're going to therapy, then, oh, she crazy. You know what I'm saying? But we need to like get out of that mindset because you're not crazy because you need to talk. Hey, stop. (laughs) (laughs) My dog's trying to get bugged. So yeah, like just don't feel that stigma. Um, about therapy if, if you need it you need it and i feel i'm honestly therapists need therapy so um just just always be real with yourself and know yourself and know what you need at the right time so thank you judith for bringing that up today so we're gonna get right into the news as you guys know we only do stories from shadow and act child because hey we only care about what the black and brown folks doing period um because everybody else gets enough attention so why not highlight and celebrate ourselves mm-hmm. so first story uh we talked about this last week waiting to excel i think laura divine teased a sequel come on what oh. um the author of waiting <laughs> to excel terry mcmillan has confirmed Oh. That a TV series is in the works with Lee okay. Daniels. Come on. Wait, wait, with who? Lee Daniels. Oh, Lee Daniels. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. Mm-hmm. Lee Daniels. So um, okay. she unveiled the details on Twitter. She says that the new project is a sequel series and that Anthony Hemingway will direct with Attica and Timby Locke writing. Nice. Um, as Deadline notes, the project has been in development for a while at 20th Television, where Daniels is under an overall deal. Other than what McMillan tweeted, nothing much is known about the series or its, twi- or its timeline. Um, so, yeah, I mean, like they just said, we don't have a timeline, but I know the gals are going to be waiting. I'm going to be oh, waiting. Yeah. And I will right. be first in line mm-hmm. to uh, stream. <laughs> Hopefully it's a streaming Situation. Yeah, 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 yeah. A bitch is there, okay? And I'm, yeah. I'm bringing wine. I'm there. So, <laughs> watching the original at least two to three times. Just yeah, I, I, I get a refresh. I gotta watch the original. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And RP to Miss Whitney Houston, child. We mm. wish that you know yeah. she could be a part of this, but um, I know that they will do the series proud. So. Next. So we talked about this last week, too. Yeah. So SNL recreated Kamala Harris's um, outfit so quickly, like yes. as soon as everything happened. So they kind of put out a little story about how they did it. If y'all interested, it, I don't care. I'm still say it. But so um, 
So yeah, Maya Rudolph wore a similar suit when impersonating her in a cold open right after Harris appeared on stage. They had 85 minutes to recreate her pantsuit. And um, (laughs) I I mean, that's very specific, 85 minutes, okay. So I'm just gonna do a little quote from the costume designer. She said, my assistant started capturing screen grabs of everything that Kamala was wearing so we could get all the details right. The shoes, the jewelry, the hair, the makeup, blouse, and suit. And by 9 p.m. they had pulled all the research photos together and started looking through their stock to see if there's anything that could work. Every store in the city had been closed for hours and there's no way to shop this look anywhere except in their back rooms. Get out of here. That's crazy. crazy. They should have gave that assistant (laughs) a raise. That is crazy. Like, yeah. Live time, screenshotting and then running around New York for with a exact suit. Like, and, and then get it. Like, what? <laughs> and then I'll get the suit. It's a cream suit. You know how hard it is to get a cream suit? And it's not Easter. We're not close to Easter. <laughs> this is major. <laughs> it's like. It's after Labor Day, too. Good job. I mean, so, <laughs> I'm impressed. I'm really impressed. Come on. <laughs> So shout out to sis. She she did the damn thing because yeah. I was like, what? It's like I'm looking oh. at pictures right now. Everything is, is spot on. Mm-hmm. I mean, bravo, girl, bravo. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay, so next <laughs> we have Blood on Her Badge. It is going to be a TV One original film premiering on today, actually. So it stars Raven Farrell and Taquan Richmond. And if you guys don't know who um, Taquan is, he was in Everybody Hates Chris. So he was like Chris's so handsome brother, right? Yeah, the yeah, handsome yeah, yeah, brother, yeah. And most recently, he was in Boomerang. So the official description is, Blood on Her Badge tells a true crime tale of Dee Johnston, a charming and eager young cop as Dee settles into her new career. She falls for a captivating younger man. As life begins to fall into place, Dee begins to make risky decisions that ultimately alter her objectivity. With no real moral grounding, Dee allows herself to be manipulated by her lover, resulting in tragic repercussions. So that sounds very TV one um yeah, I'm, okay. still <laughs> I'm still to an end though shit All um right. so richard mm-hmm. brooks john l young and Tatana jackson also star the film was written by scott mullen and directed by ken michael with casting by lee Dan- leah daniels but butler oh. um produced by <laughs> i was like what did you um yeah, produced by The Asylum with executive producer David Ramawi, co-producer Paul Bales, and producer David Michael Latt. So apparently it's uh, inspired by a real-life story oh, of, wow. a, of a Black female police officer and her lover. So um, I'm interested. It premieres today, guys. Um, if you guys don't have cable like me and you only do streaming, I'm sure you can find it somewhere mm-hmm. after tomorrow. You can find everything on Twitter. You can find everything. <laughs> <laughs> <Hey, laughs> <laughs> Somebody tweet me. You just gotta find 20 tweets to add up the whole show. You get, get the right thread. You caught up. <laughs> exactly. Hey, I got a play by play. Thank you. Okay. Y'all are real ones. Okay. So next we have Gugu Mabatha Ra. Mm-hmm. She is going to be in the story of the Black Peter Pan and Alice in Wonderland. I'm here for All right. So it's out uh, this Friday in the United States. The film premiered at Sundance earlier this year and screened at several festivals since. It has David, I can never say his last name. Oh Oye Lo Oye Le Wo. Oh, yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. Angelina Jolie and Gugu Mbatha-Ra. I love all of them, so sounds yeah. good to me. It's directed by Brenda Chapman and written by Marissa Kate Goodhill. The film is a new spin on the stories, obviously, of Alice in Wonderland and Peter Pan making them siblings. Okay. Wait a minute now. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. I'm interested. And both of them of Black descent. But why did it Of Black descent? Okay. Why is Candy Black? What you trying to say now? It's, it's, black. Black. it's always what? something extra. Black is black something. Black. <laughs> black. Okay. Yeah. So they're of black descent. I okay. guess they're not black. Um, they have the descent though. So, okay. so, and Jolie was still acting. I know. I thought she yeah. was. Yeah. 
she was mostly she like directing. Okay. Yeah, I think she was more doing like directing stuff, but I'm I'm okay. She's with us again. All right. There we go. So okay. you said Peter Pan and Alice in Wonderland are siblings? Yes. Okay. Yes. I'm um, interested so. on how they like they how they did that one. We got yeah. to see how yeah, so um, let me read the description for y'all because now I'm like, what the fuck? So in this imaginative origin story of two of the most beloved characters in literature, Peter Pan and Alice in Wonderland, eight-year-old Alice, her mischievous brother Peter, and their brilliant older sibling David let their imaginations run wild one blissful summer in the English countryside, encouraged by their parents, Jack and Rose, who are David and Angelina Jolie. So, okay. okay. They it. So they could have just said that. Like, what's with the blast? So the kids, <laughs> uh, <laughs> mean, the kids fine. make believe. <laughs> it's, it's fine. What? <laughs> it's too much. The kids make believe tea parties, war fights, and pirate ship adventures come to an abrupt end when tragedy strikes. Peter, eager to prove himself a hero to his grief-stricken and financially struggling parents, journeys with Alice to London, where they try to sell a treasured heirloom to the sinister pawn shop owner known as CJ. Returning home, Alice seeks temporary refuge in a wondrous rabbit hole while Peter permanently escapes reality by entering a mag magical realm as leader of the Lost Boys. Okay. So, okay. Okay. Because at first I was like, y'all just need to change the title. This is a whole new story, but okay. But yeah. once, once we said one was going in rabbit hole and one was, I was like, okay, there, it's a reimagination. Okay. Okay. So they try to make it more realistic by saying that they are going to these places to cope with their situation, basically. Okay. okay. Cool. All right. Wait to turn that shit dark. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So next. <laughs> I'm so excited. The Fresh Prince of Bel Air reunion. Yes. 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 I can't wait. Yeah, that's what I'm So they get a trailer, which I already watched on Will Smith Instagram like four times. And um, HBO Max has a premiere date for it now. So it's obviously from Will Smith's production company, Westbrook Media. It will debut this Thursday on the 19th. Okay. The unscripted special will see Smith joined by series regulars Tatiana Ali, Karen Parsons, Joseph Marcel, Daphne Maxwell Reed, and Alfonso Ribeiro, as well as re recurring co star DJ Jazz Jeff for a family reunion on set in the bank's home for a look back at the groundbreaking shows tapes on the 30th mm. anniversary of the original series premiere date. It also features a sit down with Smith yes. and Jan Janet Hubert. Who originated the role of Um, And this is the first time that they've had a reunion in 27 years. Wow. Uh, so yeah. Apparently, it's very emotional and a very candid conversation between Janet and Will, which is long overdue because they've been, oh. it's been a little tension. No, she don't play. A little bit. Yo. <laughs> Every chance she got, she was like, just so you know. They screwed me up. Oh, Will Smith. <laughs> right. It's like, damn, sis. So this is great. It might be like some healing, some like. Right. Yes. Be he, might, he might uh bring Jada, you know, for a little <laughs> red <Yeah>. table. <laughs> like, hold on, I think someone's knocking on the door. Uh, <laughs> hey, <is that> <laughs> Can't forget Grand Grand. <laughs> that would be awesome. I mean, I I, I need some more. So I need some more information on what the fuck happened there. Yeah. But okay, so That's this dope. Thursday, if you have HBO Max, um, go ahead and watch it. But if you don't, just sign up for the seven day trial, girl. Yeah. And just uh, <laughs> log on out next week. So okay. <laughs> emails for that exact reason. X. I already signed up for two trials for HBO Max. I'm gonna use my third email. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> we are gonna see this. Period. So if you <laughs> have not, <laughs> and if all else fails, get there that right go. Twitter thread. You will yeah. know everything. <laughs> there you go. So you can watch the trailer on Will Smith's um, Instagram, like I said, or just type it in on YouTube. But y'all definitely have been waiting for this, and it's finally here this Thursday on the 19th. So I'm very excited. Nice. 
Okay, so last news story, y'all saw the movie Hustler. I didn't see it, but with um, older folks, it had a whole bunch of um, pretty famous gals in it. So apparently they had a lawsuit. So the real life Ramona, which was Jennifer Lopez's character, mm-hmm. um, who they inspired her character by, she sued the fuck out of them because she said that um, they were doing libel and it was defamation um, mm. against her. So wow. let me see if they have. So Samantha so- Barbash is who Jennifer Lopez's character was based upon. She filed the suit against STX films um gloria sanchez productions and lopez's neuro neuroi reekin productions so she just sued all the production companies Man. involved um she claimed that the film, <laughs> she getting that back from everybody all so bad. she claimed that the film exploited her likeness without her permission and defamed her especially when it came to drug use in the film Interesting. Interesting. so uh but the u.s district court judge denise Coat dismissed the libel suit, determining mm-hmm. that Hustlers didn't include Barbash's name, portrait, picture, or voice in the marketing of the movie and therefore didn't exploit her. That's why you have a lawyer on set. That's how they, they knew something like this yeah. would, would come through. So I'm sure they were very careful about how they portrayed her to make sure that they would be protected, honestly. Cause she was, well, she was saying that she, she didn't like how they depict her and the drug use. Yeah, so was, um, I only did uh, twenty grams of coke. They, they said <laughs> I did sixty. I I need to sue for that. Get it right. Get it right. Get it right. Get the ground no. correct. Okay. <laughs> um. Okay, but the judge was saying that he had pointed out that. The woman that's suing them, she pled guilty to drugging victims without their consent in open court and admitted it in the film's source material. So she used to drug niggas without their consent. <laughs> that was um, the whole storyline for Hustler. Yeah. Like they were, that's exactly so, what they were doing. They were drugging these guess, fools and no. getting that paper. <laughs> but yeah. Okay. Then um, Cardi B said she did that. Didn't she say that? She was doing something similar. Yeah. Yep. Cardi, not to put you on blast or anything like that, Cardi. Be listening. I'm just. You said it already. So I'm just. It was public. Yeah. Yeah, it was was public. So. (laughs) And she she owned up to the shit. She like, yeah, you forget niggas. Like, okay, girl. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I don't think that's cute, but okay. Right. Um, <laughs> but yeah, if you're listening, girl, you already said it. We just saying other shit about it. So okay, so yeah, they they threw they threw the little the little case out. So she ain't gonna get no monties. But interesting, whatever. Yeah. You live and learn, child. She tried though. She yeah, tried. she really did. It's like they can't defame your name if you actually admitted you already did it. <laughs> the judge was like, "Make it make sense, sis." No. <laughs> like, so okay girl (laughs) (laughs) but i mean okay so that is the news and uh, we'll be right back after a quick break right back hello y'all we are back and we are very black and (laughs) (laughs) and Um, and we have, um, we're just going to go right into our main segment. As you guys already know, since you've been listening the whole time, we have a special guest, um, and her name is Jaleesa Wilson. Um, she is crazy talented. Like, so like when you think of people who have hyphens, like, it's just like, she's a creator, right? And that encompasses everything, but she also has her own music. Her music has been featured featured wow. credits, everybody's okay, credits credits <laughs> oh shoot she also has her own animated web series season two if you haven't seen it it's called jaleesa who it's hilarious i just i mean you can zoom through it really quickly so uh, we're in the binging age truly you can just you can just zip right through it and you'll be laughing your ass off she is born mm-hmm here in Inglewood, California. So she is a native of California. Um, she is <laughs> repping. And, you know, she's not new to this. She's true to this. Her parents created 
um, Sun, excuse me, Sun Will Productions, okay? And this is where they staged their original musicals, modern versions of classic fairy tales. And I was thinking about this when we were doing the news. I was just like, they should have been on this. They should have been had them be a part of this. Uh, anyways, but they create fairy tales and they put a diverse twist on it. So, as, it. so I mean, Jaleesa has been around creativity she's the essence of creativity she's a rapper she is a writer she is a creator and she has so much knowledge to share with us she also managed someone's um social media i believe her name was forgive me debbie Lori. there we go De debbie yeah Lori. deborah yeah and yeah she's in the music space she's one of the top composers in film and you got her up to a hundred thousand a hundred k right on all her following Oh, I did not do that. No, definitely not. I stayed at like 1K or something like that. <laughs> not 1K. <laughs> Hold up. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Sorry. Okay. I definitely didn't do that. Bad. But, uh, My bad. No. But she's out here. I mean, if you go to her Instagram, she has like 20 point, what, seven followers? She, like she's, she's popular and she don't even post or anything. It's just, uh, it's her body of work, you know? It's crazy. And that's what she, that's what she wanted. She wanted to kind of show that she was still out there, still relevant and mm -hmm. do the whole social media thing. Wow. Um, even though that kind of like wasn't her thing, you know? Mm. So that's why I was just helping her with that. That's um, but she's so cool. Super Yay. cool. Yeah. I got uh -huh. to, uh, I went to the studio with her once and got to meet, um, the dude that sings, you know, one of the, he played Aladdin, the dude that played Aladdin. So yeah, that was pretty cool. He was like oh, creating gosh. an album himself. And I'm like, oh, wow. that's dope. Yeah, she's, she's hella cool though. That's amazing. Shout well, out to Deborah. Yeah, shout out to her, but <laughs> also to Jaleesa, our guest. She's, we're so happy to have you here and we're excited Aww. to share hey. your talents with us. No, I'm excited to be here. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I'm happy that I'm, I was shocked when I got an email and DM <laughs> that y'all want to interview me. I'm like, little me? <laughs> little what? Me? Nah, yeah, for sure. No, that's, it's, no. Big you and you're definitely going to be doing even bigger things for sure it's, it's clear so in your own words I mean I kind of ran through a bit of your bio but you know tell us in your own words sort of your journey because every writer's journey is different right. how you got to the place where you wanted to tell your story and tell it in the animated form too mm. wow where do I begin um so I started writing, I would say, which is weird, but I started writing as a child because like you guys mentioned, my parents were in the, they wanted to be playwrights and stuff. So they created their own production company called Sunwell Productions. And that was their whole thing was like, let's take a, a, a spin on these uh, fairy tales in the inner city of Inglewood and show you know, our culture, what it means to go to a play and see mm. this side of entertainment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so that's kind of where, you know, I, w I guess started to blossom as a writer, as a creator, and they were always, my dad did music, uh, my mom was always writing, so together, that's why they did musicals and all of that. That's so growing up, I would just, I felt like I didn't have a lot of friends and all of that, mm -hmm. so I would just like write things down and write stories, and I guess the first time I knew I was like a little bit talented is when I wrote this story in the second grade. It was like oh. the the magical candy bars. I remember it's like the Snickers, <laughs> I like the Snickers, the Milky Way, they're flying and everything. But when I told the story in front of the class, my teachers were like, they were just they were just uh I, so confused. I guess they they didn't know that I had so much animation in me because I you know didn't portray that in school or whatever when I had to answer, you know, random questions about two plus two. But when it came to like performing in front of people that I was like not shy about, I'm like, okay, cool. This is my element. This is my zone. Um, but then it kind of like transitioned because then I started to get like heavy into music a lot. You know what I mean? And so I feel like my journey as a writer, like I was always writing stuff and I was just like kept it in the pocket. Um, I think when I was like 19, I was like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. Cause I'll do something. I'm like, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to focus. I'm not going to do anything else. I'm going to do this. So I started just writing like crazy. And so I wrote like 
I think it was, yeah, I wrote like a hip hop version of, of Romeo and Juliet. And I'm like, I'm going to get this out there. I'm going to just hit up. And I just started like emailing directors. I didn't know nothing. I know I'm just like a young 19. You know, when you're 19, yeah. you just yeah. feel like you can do anything. You don't have any fear. Yeah. So I was hitting up everybody. I was emailing like Lee Daniels and just Come on. anybody I could. Come on now. Right? <laughs> the Empire came out. Just kidding. That's not <laughs> Vampire. Um, but anyway, so yeah, so um, that all started. And then, like I said, I've been doing music for a long time. And then I wrote this web series back in 2015, right? And um, this is where the animation, this is where it all comes together. I wrote this web series and it was just like about this kind of like awkward black girl, which was myself. <laughs> it wasn't Issa Rae's thing. It wasn't called the awkward black girl. No, but just saying there's more awkward black girls in the world you know what i mean um so i had this web series down right and i remember i was talking to this guy that i met on tinder we and me we just were on tinder but he was like in the production space mm -hmm. and then i showed him the script and he was like it's okay blah 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 and i was like all right whatever um that was in 2015 and then i think it was 2017 2018 i was like nah i like this story there's something here mm -hmm. so yeah that's when i was like you know what i can't really find actors right now that are as i guess passionate that i was about my project and i was in orange county i wasn't in la mm -hmm. i've been in, oh yeah orange. yeah i have been in orange county since i was uh since i graduated mm -hmm. high school because i went to cal state fullerton and okay. i just stayed out there mm -hmm. um and so i was like okay i'm gonna turn it into an animation and that's when you know IGTV was just coming out so I was trying mm -hmm. new spaces and I was like okay I'm gonna get people to be the boys my brother and my brother's real crazy he's even funnier than me and that's when I um I hit up Ray which is the co-creator of the show mm -hmm. and I was like hey Ray can you be a voice on this project I'm working on and then she's like okay and then I showed her it and she was like yo this is fire you know I want to be a part of this and so then we just tag team and um it's grown and elevated since so that's so and that's where julissa who came about and now we're here that is so dope awesome. yeah. thank you for sharing i mean yes. yeah I'm funny as fuck and i see myself in in julissa okay <laughs> for sure i'm like well damn that's some shit I, well damn that shit happened to me last week you know well, so you know it, it's very much needed we need all different types of perspective because like you said, there's so many different like awkward black girls in the so world. It's just, we love Easter now. That's my girl. We love but, it. <laughs> but I mean, there's all different types of, of black folks in the world. So thank you right. for putting it out there. Um, so I do want to ask, like, do you have a writer's room for the series? So or is it something that you kind of write yourself? Yeah, so our process before, so when me and Ray first got together, I just, like I was saying with the web series, I just had a bunch of episodes and I condensed it to like the one minute format. And um, she had her own stories and stuff that she wrote as well. So we kind of just like tag team, I was in there, her vice versa. We just kind of read and go over and look at that and edit as we need it. And then for season two, cause you know, Ray's been working with, um, like shows on Netflix and all of that. And she kind of, she was working with uh, Lena, Lena, I always say her wait. last name wrong. Wait, yep. wait, mm -hmm. wait, wait, <laughs> yes. <laughs> She's working with her and stuff. So we got to use her, um, her building, her office to do oh, like creative writers. Really? That's amazing. Yeah, so that was real cool. Um, and Lena's real cool about that. She allows people like, you know, black creative and stuff to like use her space when, when needed, so. Uh, we went there and did like a little mini writer's room and that's when we talked about like uh all the remaining episodes of season two and so if you see the um the will smith one, the blue table oh, talk and sorry. all of that that's one of my i i, I would say that's probably one of my favorite ones and the grandma one and um we had uh tasha and shiloh shiloh was on i forgot the show it was on bt but uh she's she's acts and stuff like that so okay. yeah we, we created like a little mini writer room and because ray's been a part of that she was a writer's assistant and all of that so uh she kind of you know held it down for us in that way so that was pretty cool 
That's so amazing. That is really, really cool. I mean, shout out to Lena for like giving people those resources. That shit is much needed. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. So how did the, so that was sort of the pre-production of it. I'm kind of interested in the sort of production aspect of it since it's animation like right. walk, walk us through that like how did you guys find the artist was were you the art like how did it how did it all come together before like so we had this guy and I, uh, that i found and like i think he was from like indonesia or something like that but he, <laughs> he didn't charge a lot that's why i was like okay okay cool. and he, like, and I, told him that, <laughs> I told him like the kind of style i was going for in the yeah. beginning like season one where it had that kind of like bootleg look you know what I mean? Yeah. But I yeah. feel like it made it funny because Julissa was random yeah. anyway, so yeah. it kind of yeah. had that. It just fit. Um, and then season two, when we were looking for like an animator and all that, Ray ended up finding a really cool guy named Sterling, and he has okay. a, a a lot of cool work. I don't know his Instagram handle by by heart, but yeah, his name is. Oh no, I think it's Sterling Cartoons or something. It's real simple, okay. but yeah, he's a, a black creator out in Atlanta. Um, so he ended up doing season two and all of that. Nice. So, uh, yeah, that's how that came about. Um, and then, you know, just like the challenges that we would face would be like trying to get it, you know, created on time so that we can stick with our schedule and all of that. Mm-hmm. So those are some of the challenges. Yeah. Obviously financing because, um, Ooh. animation is, you know, it's not cheap. It, it's not cheap at all. So mm-hmm. uh, we did do like a crowdfunding, and you okay. know, the more people started to support and believe, the more people started to be like, "Yo, you know, I want to donate things like that." Um, and then you know, just coming out the pocket and all of that. Nice. How much did you? Well, only if you feel. How much did you guys get from fundraising, and then how much did you have to like invest yourself? Uh, fundraising. I think it was like. From the link, I think it was like maybe twelve hundred, and okay. then you know people would give money like, you know, here's this for that and yeah. all of that, and then yeah, I, I want to say it was like around like five G. That's really good. Yeah. 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 Well done. Yeah, and it was, and it, it was, you know, we didn't the the episodes weren't. We tried to make the episode on season two longer because, uh, okay. you know, season one it was just one minute. Mm, then yeah. season two, you know, when we started to put it on YouTube, so we switched, we were like, IGTV, not really the thing, not really mm. what they thought it was, and then it didn't really go nowhere. So, you know, when we started to switch and put everything on YouTube, obviously YouTube, um, or for people that don't know, YouTube rewards you more in the algorithm and all of that if you have yeah. longer content. So yeah. Um, yeah. we started to make the episodes a little bit longer, and that's why the price started to go more. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit higher. Yeah, a little yeah. bit higher. But yeah, mm-hmm. so so right now, you know, we just um from that project, I teamed up with a management company. So now I'm signed with uh the Gotham Group in Los wow. Angeles. Congrats! Congrats! So you know, they kind of gave the same introduction you did. Judith was like, she's ultra talented, but then they're also in the like, what do we do with her? You know. Uh. I'm trying to figure out they're like, so what do you want to like write about? And I had to even like kind of step in, like, hey, what do I want to write about? You know, <laughs> so that's been that's been a journey in itself, yeah. kind of figuring out like what type of story do I want to tell and you know what kind of format. So that's been a journey. Uh, that's dope. And even like developing your voice. That's super amazing. Yeah, yeah. definitely. So for people um, who are listening who want to do web series, because that's kind of a good way to kind of put your own shit out there instead of waiting for like a gatekeeper yeah. to give you a chance. Um, right. What advice would you give to them of like getting their web series out there and like marketing so people can see their work? Because it's not easy um, knowing how to do that. I mean, you have experience with social media and stuff, but um, what advice would you give to people like that? What advice? Mm, I would say, you know, don't be afraid to fail. You know what I mean? I think uh, a lot of times we're afraid, like, what people are going to think of our project. And even me, I'm like, I don't want to put something out because I don't know how people are going to receive that. Mm. But you just got to go for it. I'm definitely one of those believers. I've always been one of those believers that's like, don't wait for someone to give you an opportunity. 
just go keep doing it keep creating content because you never know what's gonna stick and i think um focus focus and discipline discipline you know what i mean a lot of that just comes with consistency staying consistent just like if this is what you want to do then just do it you know and do it till you complete it you know execute your project i would just say that um and that's something i've learned recently because i like i was telling you guys earlier like it's easy for me to like oh i have a new idea i want to do this this and this and then i just ended up being all over the place yeah um but what i was telling judith earlier uh, that I started exercising a lot and I started running that's something new and um, when I first got into running all I did was run just one mile a day that's it nothing more nothing less and I just wanted to teach myself what it really meant to be consistent and uh, just been applying that in my whole life right now it's been very helpful so for the new people out there if you're gonna start don't stop and just be consistent Facts. Y'all better Amen. take notes now. Dropping them hands on your child. <laughs> take the notes. Okay. <laughs> and that's a big thing, especially not being afraid to fail. I think that's where a lot of people mentally just stop before they even get right. started. So that I think is is super, super, super key. Um, also, I mean, you create music. Like what Gosh, first of all, how did it feel when your music, you heard your music in a TV show or film? Like, what was that moment like for you? Wow, uh, that was amazing. I was like, what? <laughs> what? You like, you know, you like, you, that's one of those things where it's like, dang, like you've been doing something for so long and, you know, you might not see the benefits or, or the results that you want right away. You know, like I've been doing music for a long time, but then it was like this year and the year before that when things started to, you know, elevate. And I'm like, wow, like where would you, where would I have been if I would have, you know, stopped? Um, so I mean, it was exciting. Like LA Finance was probably like the biggest uh, Fox show. I think it already got cut though. I think my mama said they're not gonna renew that. Yeah, that show. But oh, yeah. your song was- made it. No, that was really cool. Really cool. It just, uh, it's cool when, you know, I think a lot of times as artists, like we're just doing our shit. Right. And so like, we don't really have a grasp of how other people feel about it. Or sometimes we don't even know how talented we are, you know, because mm-hmm. we're just doing it. We're doing it. We're writing. We keep writing and whatever. And then someone's like, yo, I want to use that. Or, yo, that's dope. Like, let's collab and what whatnot. So uh, with LA's Finest, I tag team with a, um, a music. They license a lot of music and TV and film and all of that. They're called Five Alarm Music. Um, somebody found me on Instagram. That's one of those things, like, putting your shit out there on social media. You never know. Yeah. Found me on Instagram. I think I did about, like, seven, eight songs for them. so you know yeah so like if a show or movie picks it up or whatever they'll let me know and all of that so that's really cool you know amazing so So since we're talking about music um i mean there there's similar things i'm sure about writing and also like making music but is there one that you might prefer over the other or is it kind of like an equal love for both it's definitely an equal love for both. And I felt like before I had to choose one or the other. Mm-hmm. And I felt yep. like I chose music for the longest time over everything. I'm like, nah, music over everything, you know what <laughs> I mean? But now it's cool because now I'm like, you know, that gives me an advantage and edge because now I'm like, if I create like a show or whatever, I know that I can, you know, cre- create a soundtrack for a show yes. or, or a movie or whatever, or incorporate music into a show that's a musical or whatever you know what i mean so mm-hmm. for me i'm learning like okay uh how do i incorporate this into that and not give up this side of me that i love so dearly so that's that's know. that's dope that you have the ability and the talent to be able to like use so many tools in your you know in your in your 
in your fucking toolbox. I guess that's the meant for. I don't know. But <laughs> but you can, you know, like it doesn't have to be separate. They can like work in tandem. You know what I mean? Right. So that's that's fucking that's dope. And you know, you can drop a whole album based on your whole show. Like I would die. I would live if you had that hit show and then your whole album to go with the show. Like let's go. Come on, soundtrack. Truly. Oh, I live for it. But okay. So with that, I mean yeah, kind of going back a little bit. What do you see next for the web series? So, uh, without giving too much, but we just finished Ooh. our pitch deck for that. And yeah. so, you know what I mean? Like, we created a deck for that. And so, we're trying to, we trying to you know, move it on up. Come on. Yeah. Comedy yeah. Central, Cartoon Network. Come on. Yes. I'm seeing Adult but Swim vibes. Let's go. <laughs> let's go. So. It. That is dope. So, um, I guess you already gave advice for, for other things, but just is there any other advice that you want to give to Black creatives? Because it's tough out here, like you said earlier. Um, sorry, some shit in my eye. <laughs> like you said, okay. <laughs> um, it's tough out here for Black creatives, especially in the industry that that exploits us a lot and uses our talents mm. but doesn't really value us. Like I believe they should. Um, what advice would you give to those who are trying to get their work out there, but you know maybe they're trying to go through different avenues and people right. are saying like they don't understand what they're talking about because it's they talk about some black shit and people are trying to say they don't understand it or um so what advice because i know you talked about how you um how there was that guy who said that he wasn't fucking with your show or something like that but you pushed through and so I, what I hope he is no longer in your life too <laughs> oh yeah no i don't even remember his name you know what i mean tender like right like love you you know she named uh, the you forget who it is <laughs> So what advice would you give to people? Because some people, that would, like, shoot them down. They would feel some type of way. Because people would be sensitive about their work. So what advice would you give to people to, like, push through and continue to do, you know, their shit? I think finding a community is uh, really huge. You know what I mean? Um, Finding people that you can talk to. And and I think mentorship is really huge. Um, That's what I'm looking for, actually. I, I... I feel like I have one in music, but, you know, for writing, that's something I feel like I need as well. But, like, finding that community of people that you can talk to that's gone through what you're striving to go through uh, and collaboration, you know what I mean? I think don't be afraid to work with other people, even if they, you know, giving you constructive criticism. There's there's one thing, like, no, this shit is trash or whatever. Which, you know, people are going to feel that way anyways about anything. Every Everyone has that. But, you know, finding people that can really kind of coach you and, and give you that advice that you need to grow. Because we all need to grow and learn and evolve. So, you know what I mean? And then just, you know, fuck everybody. Believe in yourself, man. Believe in your <laughs> shit. You know? Thanks. <laughs> like... <laughs> sometimes it's that simple. You know, sometimes yeah. it's like when you look at yeah. some people's stuff and you're just yeah. like, how did that get the okay but literally you know like a a lot of it's just like you got to fucking just believe in yourself and believe in your dream look at look at uh takashi six nine you know what i'm saying he believe in himself my god (laughs) truly believes that's a little bit too much you know what i mean bro he got a documentary Yes, yeah, documentary. I was on Hulu today. Why well, I saw that nigga documentary up there? I said, you know what? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you know, let me go ahead and write my shit. Come on. <laughs> like, let me, I'm like, that's enough said. Enough said. Yeah. It's honestly. Too oh much. my god. <laughs> well, Jalisa, thank you so much. Like, first of all, it's facts. Like, you have to. It's like it's such a crazy paradigm because you have to be open to collaborate with people, and you have to know when to be like nigga fuck you like I don't need your opinion like you know what I mean yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. it's like such a like you have to have that discernment there it is because like you said when you're building the community but also believing enough in yourself that you're going right. to cre- make something that's intangible tangible and that is honestly like that is what we do as creators you know what I mean that is the whole gig so you are spot on 
<laughs> and thank you for sharing your knowledge. Um, we're going to roll right into the niggas you should know. And everybody should know Jaleesa Wilson. And quite mm-hmm. frankly, with the moves that, I mean, first of all, just creating the idea that you just, you know, you created on YouTube. And first of all, not stopping, right? You put, first it was first season on IGTV. It wasn't going anywhere. Y'all kept going, even though finances <laughs> increased. Um, y'all did not decrease. <laughs> y'all kept going with that. Because I know I would have been looking at the budget like, okay, Lord, so you're telling me this is not supposed to be. Thank you so much. And so I was like, thank you, Lord. So, but that didn't stop you. <laughs> you kept going. And now it's leading to a place where, you know, we, we might see it. Uh, I'm just going to speak it. We're we going to see it yeah, on TV. You Everybody know what I mean? Everybody chakras together. Come on. Whatever pennies got. Mm. All the rocks. Get the sage or whatever else. And the truth the is, is. together. Okay. But the truth <laughs> is, you're, you're running on your talent. And honestly, that's right. all That's all you need. Exactly. Amen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's just that it on that. Preached. Yes. <laughs> Once again, thank you for coming through the show. We absolutely enjoyed you, girl. That's what we say in the South. We enjoyed you. Um, <laughs> and and it, was, it was really, really great. And we're so excited for people to hear your story and the gems that you dropped. Because, you know, it's, it's, you can learn different things from every single person that you talk to. So um, we're very, very excited and happy that you could join us tonight, girl. Thank you. Thanks for having me on here. I, I love what you guys are doing. So, you know, keep doing you. Y'all staying at it, being consistent, dropping your own jewels. You know what I mean? Like, we need more podcasters and people like you. So keep doing y'all thing. Thank you. Thank you. And I love y'all energy. Y'all got such great energy. You got a little solid thing. You got a little swag. Y'all work well together. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, we have we have fun. We cut up. We do what we need to do. But um, definitely consistency is is number one. And that's one thing I'm glad that we've we've been keeping up with because it's it's very important, like you said. Mm -hmm. And with that, Jaleesa, where can people follow you? Where can they see your stuff? Like, how can they really um, enjoy your work? You can follow me at it's Julissa. You got to put the it's part though, because everyone's like, oh, you, it's Julissa. Yeah, yeah, but the it's part. So the I T S J U L I S A. Julissa Who. You can go to julissahoo.com to learn more about the show, get it on YouTube. Uh, the Instagram for that is Julissa underscore who. Yeah. You can just find me anywhere. We put in it's Julissa. I'm on Twitter talking mad shit all the time. I love Twitter. That's my jam right there. Talk your shit. Yo, Twitter's like a black hole, but a beautiful black hole. I love Okay. <laughs> I am obsessed. All right, guys. So like we say, every end of every episode, make sure you guys are following us on the gram. We Tinseltown T on all the shits. What else? We have ebook coming out. Like I said, we said it every week, but we are working on it, y'all. So thank you. We have that coming out, and uh, yeah, I think that's about it. Same shit, different day. All right. (laughs) All right. Well, that is it for um, this episode, but y'all continue um, to stay beautiful, stay black, brown, whatever you are, and um, yeah, by the time this comes out, it might be um, close to Thanksgiving, so please enjoy and have a safe holiday. I know it's going to be really weird. But find a way to um, really celebrate all the things that you are thankful for. And be Wear safe. your mask. Yes. <laughs> Wear your mask. Thanks. Wear your Thanks. mask. And yeah, y'all know we don't celebrate the Thanksgiving that the white folks do. But our, our Thanksgiving is about food and family. So And with that, bye, y'all. I'm <laughs> Bye. See ya.